Welcome to another edition of Book Talk, brought to you by the Bookshelf in downtown Batesville. And uh, we have both Chris and Mary in attendance on this uh, Christmas pregame edition of Book Talk. Good morning to you, ladies. Yeah. Good it morning. It is the Christmas pregame, you betcha. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a good one. Sun shining, life is good. Yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and we yeah, got yeah. lots of good books, too, so... And we got yes, lots of good books. Yeah. This we're, is we're definitely the countdown. Good. Yep, we're yeah. in good shape. And, of course, at this point in time, you know, if we can't get it, you know, we say you just need to get a gift certificate. Get yeah. that gift certificate form. I just don't make me open on Christmas morning because <laughs> you forgot to get a gift certificate. Yeah, yeah. It's happened, hasn't it? Yes, it did happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Only in a small town would somebody open on Christmas morning for somebody, but they were desperate. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, let's not be desperate this year. And uh, because, you know, she just doesn't look real good in the morning. So um, don't, no. don't make her come out in her jammies. I apologize um, for doing that, but you look fine. <laughs> oh, you liar, liar, pants on fire, but yeah. <laughs> oh. But anyway, we'll go over our list, um, our indie bestsellers, our hardcover fiction we'll start out with, and there is one debut on uh, number one, and I'm kind of surprised it waited till now to, to debut, but it's Amanda Gorman, and it's her new book um, of poems. It's Call Us What We Carry, and that... Um, Again, is debuting at number one in our. In our have, list. Did you did you have a chance to flip through that and read any of her poetry? No, I didn't. Yeah. I, I didn't get a chance. I I think it came in after. Oh uh, yeah, something. it did. I think I. It were was. Busy. Uh, it's just it's just lovely. It really oh, is. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry, anybody that's a, that that likes good poetry. I mean, she's she's just. A master, you you know. I I can see that she's such a young woman. Yeah. Um, she has such a bright future because she's just um, so intuitive. She's um, so um, thoughtful. Uh, it, it's a great book. Oh yeah, she's. I I think she's going to become, or she is already a national treasure. So um, yeah, that that'd be a neat gift for somebody. Absolutely. Um, the Lincoln Highway is number two on our list, The More Talls. Cloud Cuckoo Land. See, I did it again. Anthony Doer, number three. Wish <laughs> You Were Here. Jody Picoult. And State of Terror. And that's Louise Penny and Hillary Rodham Clinton. There is one more debut on our list. Um, I We need to ask our gentleman that bought this one already how he liked it. It's Claire Keegan, and it's called Small Things Like These. And that's debuting at number ten. And uh, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure whether he um, has read it yet. Because uh, he was in and he said, "Did you get that book for me yet?" And I said, oh, "I think so." <laughs> so. <laughs> he it was in a big pile that he got the other week. So I, I'm, I know he I'm, has it. 
I'm sure. And you know what? That doesn't surprise me that that's, you know, uh, whenever Jim uh, makes a selection, he says it sounds very intriguing. Then I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be big. You know, so his yeah. impressions are are always spot on. So Yeah, I think it's, uh, she's Irish. I know Claire Keegan's Irish. I, I said set in Ireland? Yes. I can't remember. Um, it's set in Ireland, yeah. It is. Yeah, it really it's sounded Ireland. good. So. Yes. It, yeah, I thought the same thing when I was reading the description of it, so sounds like a good one. Kind yes, of a, does. you know, different Lots different of, uh, thread there. Yeah, yeah. In the nonfiction, Atlas of the Heart is number one, and that's Brene Brown. The 1619 Project, The New Origin Story, Nicole Hannah-Jones. These Precious Days, Essays, and Patches. The Storyteller, Tales of Life and Music, that's Dave Grohl. And still hanging in there um, is The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse. That's Charlie McKessie. That's a neat little gift book. Uh, absolutely. I think that's why it's climbing the bestseller list once again. It's just, it's. I think this is going to be a perennial gift book. You know, yeah. whenever it's time to say, I, I need something neat to give somebody that, you can say, well, they don't read. I love that. I love that. <laughs> well, they don't read. Of course they read. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, they just don't read fiction, I think. Right. But, and, but that's what this book is. It's just a delightful uh, something to sit down and, and you can still get something from it. I, I love oh, yeah. this book. I'll tell you what, about more, every page makes you feel good. Yeah. It's, it's just a neat one. I really like it. So let's see, mm -hmm. that's our top five on that list. And the paperback fiction. Oh, no surprise here. Frank Herbert, Dune, number one. Yeah. Song of Achilles, Madeline Miller. The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, Taylor Jenkins Reid. The Overstory, Richard. Hopefully Charles. we'll have that back in today because that went out over the weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. no, popular. And Richard Osman with The Thursday Murder Club. There is one debut on the list is down at number 15 um, but it's called When We Cease to Understand the World and that's Benjamin Labatute so I, I know nothing yes. about that but the well this book was actually written by someone from Chile and it was a oh. bestseller in Europe uh, before it, it, it comes here um, it's it's really about um, things that have been invented, just all kinds of different things that have made an impact that you wouldn't have thought about. You know, this just kind of like he picked out it's something fiction? that. Hmm. It's fiction. I mean, yeah, it's the way he writes it. You know, um, that. Uh, okay, so. Let me explain this to the, our, our, our devoted listeners. Uh, if you cannot, uh, if, if it's not absolutely accurate when you write something um, and you don't have something that's going to prove what you're saying is totally correct, it must be fiction. So what he's done is he's taken things that have, ha that have been invented in this, in, in this world over, over the years and he's put it into uh, a fictional account, um, but it's it's still relatively accurate about 
how these things have been created and um, uh, have impacted, you know, by this, you know, this person. So um, I, I have not seen that much about it. I just got a quick blurb on this book. Uh, so um, we'll have to take a look at it again. Yeah. But that's kind of you why it's in the fiction category. You know, it's it's not it's not a nonfiction piece where he's talking about how all these things um, exactly were were created. It's that they were created by this, you know, this like this imaginary person. And yeah, um, okay, but, how you know, according people. according to your definition, there of fiction and nonfiction. There are a lot of political books that really shouldn't be in nonfiction. <laughs> yes, saying. I guess. You're, <laughs> yes, just saying. You're right. Yeah, what can I say? Okay. <laughs> and enough of my um, nonfiction opinion. You, you, you've had your gentle rant. I have. I have. And it felt good. Yes. Anyway, yes. in our actual nonfiction here, uh, number one, <laughs> celebrating sweetgrass, indigenous wisdom, scientific knowledge, and the teachings of plants. Of course, that's Robin Wall Kimmerer. Number two, I love this one. Entangled Life, How Fungi Make Our World, Change Our Minds, and Shape Our Future. Mer Merlin <laughs> Sheldrake, who doesn't <laughs> love so a good true. fungi book? I tell you yes. what. And number two, I love it. Um, number three, The Body Keeps the Score, Brain, Mind, and Body in the Healing of Trauma, and that's Bessel van der Kolk. The Best of Me, David Sedaris at number four, and Old Farmer's Almanac 2022 at number five. There is That's one kind of interesting with, you know, with our nonfiction, with our, uh, this year is that, uh, I had someone in just, just not the other day and they're saying, you know, there's, there really aren't very many biographies this year. And I said, you're absolutely right. I mean, last yep. year there were tons of them. And yep. this year there's very, very, very few. And the, and the few that we did have were extremely expensive. Yes, you know, like like yeah. uh, the lyrics by Paul McCartney and Renegades by Bruce Springsteen. You know, they were fifty and a hundred dollars. Oh but, yeah. Um, yeah, there was the only other one that was that's really made it to the bestseller list this year has been um, the one by David Grow. You know, the storyteller yeah. that he's, he's that you've already there. mentioned. Well. Mm -hmm. that's Speaking of uh, biographies, though, there is one on our paperback um, list debuting at number 15, which I, I think this guy is amazing, and um, I think this would be a good one to read. It's Michael J. Fox, and it's No Time Like the Future, An Optimist Considers Mortality. Exactly, so, and that was a huge bestseller last yep. Christmas in hardcover. That, you yes. know, that was just one of many, and, and although... We don't have very many new ones. We we still do have a, a, a lot of great biographies on our shelves uh, about individuals, and you know, and, and it just could be that if you've got somebody that doesn't like to read, but yeah. likes to read about somebody or is interested in a in a person, we have a lot of those actually from years past that are still very you know interesting that are because I had another customer she says oh yeah I've already read that one and 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 they were all really good she said there just aren't any new ones so, okay yeah uh, so that's why you know and 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 that's why Anita chose that book that we picked up from the um 
uh, it was uh, Indiana University Press. Remember, we were talking about this book about the woman who was from Germany during the Second World War, and it yes. it was her. Uh, you know, this is an, another look at how uh, Hitler impacted his own people. You know, she was a a German, a woman who was persecuted um, for whatever reason, uh, ended up um, uh, fleeing for her life, uh, just, a, just a basic German, you know, uh, farm woman, uh, and how the, the war impacted her. You know, so many things, so many books are out right now about the Holocaust and oh, yeah. people that 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 survived the Holocaust and fled the Holocaust or lived through the concentration camps. But this is the first time I've ever seen anything that was actually written by and about a German uh, national that had a very hard time during the Second World War. So oh, yeah. it's an interesting, interesting yeah, tale. And, and, you know, another, if, if for adults, uh, a lot of the young adults, books. I know um, my husband's reading one that's in a young adult one now about a Jewish soldier in Hitler's army and what he had to do to, you know, but it's a, it's a young adult book and, and sure. um, he got it from my daughter-in-law who of course teaches over at the academy and um, he said, this is really good. I said, oh, most young adult books are because they have a, yes. a, a more refined palate than we did at that age. So, exactly. Um, it's you know don't don't be afraid to pick one up that's in the young adult section because you well you know and that's what we say now they they know you know they no longer call them well they do in some cases YA you know I even have a have a uh, pouch that says I read YA but yeah. they they call them nine to ninety nine that's how yes. they describe these books now that it's for any age. And, and I, you know, I'll never forget the time I handed my husband a book by Carl Hyacin that um, was written <laughs> for middle school. And I asked him how he liked it. And he said, it was great. It's as good as any Carl Hyacin book. He said, but they were all kids. And he said, and there definitely weren't any swear words. <laughs> it said, that could be the difference. <laughs> it was but, written you for know, middle there again, you, you know, don't be afraid to step out of your normal reading habits, you know, because there's a lot of great stuff out there. So, oh, yeah. And speaking of middle grade, we have our early and middle grade readers. Um, number go. one, which I, I want to read this one, The Christmas Pig, J.K. Rowling. Yes. This looks so good. Yes. And it's such a neat story. So, um, you know, that that's another one I would want to pick up. Number two. Once again, you just see a, a great writer is a great writer, no matter oh, who you're yeah, writing exactly. For. Exactly. And number two, Stunt Boy, in the meantime, and that's Jason Reynolds, Daughter of the Deep, Rick Riordan. He, he's another one of my favorite authors. I mean, Yep, that's I on really, my list. Yep, all of Percy Jackson. It's on my list to read. Yeah. I mean, he just, you know, he, he keeps you riveted to these books. So, um, Number four, Kate DiCamillo. She's another good um, author. It, yeah, there you go. That's one that I, that, you know, I... I read the first chapter of that book, and you know it's it's like doggone. I have to put this down because yeah. um, you know yeah. I don't have time to, f to finish it now. But I will definitely read that next week. There you go. While we're closed, 
Oh, I have a stack that I'm taking home. <laughs> I yes. tell you what. Yes. And because I'm thinking, I got some time. Maybe, please. Um, but anyway, yeah, the Beatrice Pop prophecy, that her Kate DeCamillo, that is a good one. And another great writer next is R.J. Palacio. And Pony. Exactly. I, I don't. I'm not familiar with that one. Um, I mean, I, I know the title, oh, but. That's such a good story. Uh, you know, uh, the pony. And once again, you know, she's, it's the story about a, a young boy who's, uh, I think it was, it's kind of a Western, actually. Oh, really? And, and a pony shows oh, up. To, and, you know, his, his father goes missing. And um, the pony shows up to his house and he, he, and he goes out searching for his dad in this book. So, you know, you look down through this whole list, the early oh, yeah. I'm thinking the same thing. Shannon Hayes. Oh, there's. Sharon Draper, Catherine yes. um, Applegate, mm -hmm. uh, Amy Timberlake, and John Sel John Clawson. Um, just just one right after another. I mean, it's you know, it, it it doesn't matter what grade it says it's for or age group. Just pick it up and enjoy it. You know, it's oh, this wow. cursed carnival. That's a good one because it has so many different. I mean, I love to get a short a book of short stories. Yep. I ha you know, I had a customer once, God love her, God rest her soul. She said, oh, I just can't read a short story because just as I'm getting into it, it's over. And I said, <laughs> but you learn how, yeah, you learn what that writer is like. You get exactly. an idea of what kind of voice that writer has and whether or not you want to pick up one of their long books. Yeah. And this one, um, uh, Rick Riordan has chosen such great writers to do these short these short stories this is a this is a wonderful book uh lots of fun oh yeah and you know my theory is if if an author can do a a good short story and it, it keeps you riveted and you're you're going oh man that was good he's going to do a great book a long book exactly and because exactly. you know sometimes you, you you're reading a book and you you're going along, you think, oh, this is kind of dragging, you know. But a short story has to keep you riveted the whole time. And I and that's exactly the same thing when you when we talk about YA, that you have to keep young kids, you know, because a lot of times they haven't developed the patience, you yeah. know, to um, sit sit through a long book necessarily, yeah. and so they keep they keep that story going fast. It's, you know, oh, yeah. it um, has to keep their attention. Yep. So a lot of, lot of uh, reasons to read, young adult. Um, in the young adult, Firekeeper's Daughter, Angeline Bully, number one, You'll Be the Death of Me, Karen McManus. You say that all the yeah, time. Yeah, that's her kids. brand new one, too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, of course, Gary Paulson, oh, God rest his soul, Hatchet. That's a classic. Adam Silver. Yeah. They both die at the end, and one of us is lying, Carolyn McManus. But there again, there's a ton on that list that are that are great authors. Oh yeah. Um, I see the book thief still on there, and the giver. Oh my gosh, how old is the giver? Lois Lowry. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I, you know what? I love the giver. Oh, absolutely that's, love that's that. That's one of my daughter's favorites. She still talks about it, and she's about 36, 37. So yeah, it, that's a classic. In the children's illustrated. Jan Brett's The Nutcracker. Uh, Change Things. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful book. Oh, yeah. Yep. 
And number three, I love it, Dr. Seuss, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, <laughs> Polar Express, Chris Van Alsper, number four, and the Snowy Day. And, of course, that's Ezra Jack Heath. Um, a lot of new ones and a lot of old ones on that top five. I love it. Right. Um, one, and, of course, you know, and, and you already mentioned Change Things, you know, a children's yep. anthem by Amanda Gordon, which was illustrated by, you know, one of uh, the bookshelf's favorite illustrators, Lauren Long. Oh, yeah. Um, his illustrations are, uh, you know, above above the cut. Oh, my and, gosh. I um, bet she had to be thrilled when, when they told her that he was going to be the illustrator. Oh, yeah. I yeah, mean, and that, he, that he's just... one of our... You can call him a local author, uh, illustrator, he and author. Yep. And um, a nice guy. Yeah, a nice guy. Super, super, super. He's from Cincinnati, and we just love him. And I and I believe one of his series, I think it's the um, Tractor, uh, is going to be on either Netflix or Hulu. Oh, oh, it's going to be a TV I series. I, I love just it. love it. Yeah. Cool. Um, one more debut on our list is um, Philip Steed with Amos McGee misses the bus. That's been a long time yes. in between the first one and the second one, but it was worth the yes. wait. It, um, oh, he is he is marvelous. He's oh, yeah. absolutely marvelous. I picked up some of his older books, and, um, you know, when I wasn't familiar with him, um, I can't remember how I, well, sure it was. Uh, you know, they, they sent a flash through about this new book coming out, and Don't I went back and found some Amos of his McGee? other ones. Hmm? You don't remember the first Amos McGee book? I do, I do, yeah. I had just forgotten about it. But yeah. it's now in board book, you know, and we brought it in in board, so. Cool. It's, uh, it's so much fun. Oh, yeah. So, that, yeah. Little, little dude who works at the zoo. I love it. <laughs> Great imagination. <laughs> yes. Okay, real quick, we'll go through the children's series. Diary of Wimpy Kid, Jeff Kenny is number one. Cat Kid Comic Club, Dave Pilkey, number two, Wings of Fire, T. Sutherland, Harry Potter, number four, J.K. Rowling, and Elephant and Piggy, yay, Mo Willems. So that's mine, real quick. Um, how about the USA Today? What do we got? Let's do that USA Today, and I want to remind our customers that uh, before we get into this one, that we will be closed the week after Christmas. Um, will be reopening uh, after the first of the year. So please try to come in this week and stock up for that uh, that nice after Christmas lull that you can <laughs> rest up and have a great book. Um, but that's what the bookshelf ladies will be doing. We'll be with our feet up. We'll be with, hibernating. Yes. Yeah. Oh, looking forward to that for sure. Oh, yeah. So let's, let's jump through this. We've got a little time left. Um, call us uh, what we carry this is debuting at number one on the USA Today once again this is Amanda Gorman she's debuting on our list uh, the poetry collection from the presidential inaugural poet uh, let's see number two is Atlas of the Heart that's our number one on nonfiction and she's at number two in USA Today Cat Kid Comic Club Perspectives, that's Dave Pilkey, so I love it, Kids Book, number three. And right next to it is Diary of a Wimpy Kid at number four. 
<laughs> Ryu Anthony Fauci has dropped a number, and I, that makes sense because nobody can get their hands on it. It's out of stock. Um, Twelve and a half by Gary uh, Vyernut. This is the leverage and emotional ingredients necessary for business success. Okay, uh, sure. Yeah, that's what everybody wants. Um, uh -huh. <laughs> for <laughs> debuting at number seven, for such a time as this, is by Kaylee McEnany. The Judges List by John Grisham. Great fiction here by John Grisham once again. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, always a perennial Christmas favorite, is at number nine. And The American Christmas by Sean Duffy. This is a collection of family photographs and Christmas recipes from our Fox News personality. Um, going on at 11, Go Tell the Bees That I Am Gone by Diana Gabaldon. Uh, just sent that to one of my customers in Mexico, Mexico. So oh, wow. she can't get her hands on it down there. So <laughs> we can send it to her. Send it to her from Batesville. Why not? <laughs> and uh, at number 12, it ends with us, Colleen Hoover. Look at that. It's back up to 12. Wow. Um, this book has just been doing so well all summer. And once again, you know, whenever a good book, it's a hand sell and it's a... Um, uh, uh, recommended by uh, other people, putting it in the hands of their friends. Uh, it ends with us by Colleen Hoover. I'm not really even sure that we still have one. I think it might have gone out over the weekend. Uh, James Clear's Atomic Habits. There are still some people who feel they, the need uh, to build good habits and break bad ones, and I'm glad to, glad to hear that. I may not be one of them, but I figure it's too late. <laughs> Well, hey, we'll follow um, the, the book. Boy. <laughs> yes. The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse by Charlie McEasy is up from, like, middle list to 14. <laughs> Does very well, as we've already spoken about this book. The Lincoln Highway by Amor Towles is next. The Little Blue Truck's Christmas by Alice Shirley is number um, 16. The Polar Express. And this is the 30th anniversary edition by Chris Van Osberg. Once again, you know, this is uh, something that uh, delights new, ge new generations every year. Oh, yeah. Nicholas Sparks' The Wish is still in the top 20, and no surprise there because it's such a great book. The Very Hungry Caterpillar Board Book. Of course, this <laughs> is, um, I'm sure many people um, are just, it's, it's just a shame that we lost Eric. Carl this year, but he was in his 90s, and he's done a fabulous job his whole career. And, and, and let's round out the top 20 with The Chainsaw Man, Volume 8. <laughs> oh, yes. This is a, yeah, this is an anime um, uh, part of the graphic novel world by Tatsuki Fujimoto. So, there we go. So and with that, that ladies, we are out of time. And uh, can you uh, once again uh, tell us your uh, hours? I understand you're going to be closed next week. But again, uh, hours, location, phone number, please. Okay. We are open on Tuesday through, well, we won't be open. Well, I'll let you give the hours. Trip. Thursday this week, yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. So 10 to, or 11 to... Uh, five and then um, yeah we're
there at least until two or if i'm still there wrapping packages you can come in um you know that's a big day for gift certificates because people oh, oh my god i forgot to get it but yeah don't uh, don't forget to pick those up this week because yeah um you can, you can give us give us a call 812-934-5800 we'll We'll try and make everybody happy this year. All right. Well, we will talk to you again next week, and uh, we'll see see you for another edition of Book Talk, brought to you by The Bookshelf at this time next week on WRBI. Book Talk.